Hello, everyone, and welcome to Paranormal Roundtable. Three words, Paranormal Roundtable. I am your host, Josh Turner, and with me, as always, is, what is your name again? Sal, as always. Hey, I'm here. I'm happy to be here. And as you know, he is the salad czar. Czar of all salad. If you're eating salad, he's going to know about it, and he's going to fine you, because that is... Find which way? Find or find? He's going to fine you. And... Yeah. And f- he's going to find you and find you. There you go. Got to get a little got to get a little cheddar on it. You yeah. Know? And and since you're going to be the the salad czar, <laughs> are you going to tell us how all of our salads are going to be eaten or just certain salads? Just certain salads, just you know. Certain salads? I, I, I kind of freestyle it on that, you know, cuz I like a good cob salad once in a while. And am I yeah. going to be okay to eat that or is Yeah, that- yeah. Do what you got to do. I mean, do. you're the salad czar. Well, but the whole point is as long as I get paid, you know. <laughs> hey. Eat your salad. Well, this sounds like a very communistic idea you've got going on that I just gave you. Oh, this is gosh. ridiculous. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to plug my emails, doswolfman88 at gmail.com. Once again, that's doswolfman88 at gmail.com. I want to get into some things, but I, you know, because I've been, I've heard some things. There I've you go. Well, hey, luckily this is more potluck. More potluck. We're going to call it paranormal potluck, and who doesn't like Part a good two, potluck? You know, yeah. So. Since we're doing a potluck, hey, what do you got for us tonight, brother? What do you want to lead in with? Well, do, do you remember what we talked about last Oh, time? yeah, yeah. We, we had so many things. But you know what? What comes Freaky. to mind, first of all? You know, you said you had this really interesting story about black-eyed kids. That's a really recent that, that phenomenon, is, That's really. actually very... I have I have a friend, and, and everybody calls him Loki. All right. but And you know him. Actually. Yeah, he, I know. I met Loki. He's got a story, but I, I still him. have not gotten the whole uh, gist of that. But right. I do have another story that I know uh, firsthand. Oh, well, hey, and it, and it was it happened on a, in a place where I worked. I will, I will... Before we get into that, though, I'd like to tell to talk about the um, last... Uh, episode. Oh, a brief rundown. Yeah, that was. We covered quite a bit of stuff. What did you think of the of the, of the giant hog and the spider spiders? I guess you say that's horrifying. But anyway, well, first first and foremost, your thoughts. I'm a true Texan, and a hog that size, I wouldn't doubt it at all. There have been huge hogs taken over the course of the last ten, twenty years in Texas. So. You know that, but to see when the size that you mentioned is just wow. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm glad I wasn't there, and those guys are probably thanking their lucky stars they didn't anger that thing and have it come after them. The spider, yeah, that you know, I'm seriously interested. I I would follow the spider to just see where it went, but. To say that I'd go in there poke it with a stick, no, nah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a bit much. Now, you know the uh, whole thing with these cryptid, you know, reptilian creatures in the ocean, dinosaurs, if you will, whatever you want to call them, it's up to you. Okay, I'm pretty much like you about the ocean. Yeah, I'll go out there, but I'm not gonna be looking to hang out with jaws or anything. You know, <laughs> sharks and stuff. People reporting these these reptilian dinosaur-like creatures out there that you have to call them cryptids because we don't have them. People are not sighting them all over the place. We don't have them recorded in mainstream science. So that just kind of, you know, to me, I, I'm not going to discount their stories because I have to take it for what it's worth because we have not. And this is 100% proven that we have explored very little of our oceans. We know more about outer yeah, space, you know. That's right. So the 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 ocean stories, anything you know, ocean stories like that. No, nah, I'm not going to discount. Them. I'll take it in and I will listen. You know, 
I'll have to be on I have to be on the uh witnesses side on that one. That's just that's just my thoughts and feelings on it because a lot of these researchers that claim, you know, those don't exist or anything like that. You got to think the the crew on that captain was they're always out there. So, yeah. If they said, you know, they said the, the what was it? Either like a, the the first mate, if you will. He said he'd seen other ones, and that was a small one. Mm-hmm. He goes out there every day. He's out there every day. So yeah, I'm I'm with that one. And as far as the pterodactyls, aka flying reptiles, those kind of reports have been, you know, they've surfaced around yeah. Texas for a long time. I we mentioned. Talk- well, no, <laughs> go we, ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Well, you know, I mentioned black-eyed kids, but I just started thinking about that, and we're still doing potluck. So, I've always been caught up, and it, it always got me going about the Jersey Devil stuff. We haven't really touched on that. Yeah, and since it's potluck, and we, and we, what do you got talk, on that? We talked a little bit about about that before the show. That yeah. that, that if you wanted to throw that out, there, yeah, that, that, yeah. that Jersey Devil. I have a Jersey Devil sighting that sounds an awful lot like a flying reptile to me to me let's hear it there was a there was a girl that i used to work with um they were building a built i'm not gonna even get into what it was it was a building outside of austin and funny enough we worked i I worked overnight security she would come in in the morning and she'd always come in early and she would usually just kind of sit there on her phone and text whatever but then one morning we started talking and I, I, I we were actually next to a haunted cemetery that's supposedly haunted, and oh, this was wow. out as this was out near Dripping Springs. Oh yeah, that's an interesting, but not area. in Dripping Springs. So going out that way, and that's south uh, west of Austin. Is that correct? Is that would that be correct? South south southwest that direction. Yeah, yes. that direction. And anyways, they were building a, a something out there, and she was from uh, New Jersey. And, of course, me being the way I am, I started talking about the cemetery. Supposedly, it's haunted. And that that I was like, wow, we're working right next to building this, right next to this, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, anyways, she she started talking to me uh, about being in New Jersey. And I started talking about ghosts or whatever. And she was like, well, so far, you know, nothing weird has happened. If anything happens, you know, in this building, you know, I'll I'll let you know, you know. But so far, nothing (laughs) has happened, you know. And they were almost done with the construction of this said property. Excuse me. But she said that she had a Jersey Devil encounter Encounter. when she was a kid. Her dad would take her out hunting. And now she she lived in South Jersey. Yes. Like in the south side of, you know, the south of the state. Yes. Not where all the. All the weird stuff goes on with people. Yeah, with with people. Yeah, the north of New Jersey tends to be. Um, it's like a long yeah, bunch gosh. of shop, uh, strip malls, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like Cleveland. When I was in Cleveland, I just thought, wow, this is one big strip mall. But she said that, that they, they lived in near the woods and that her dad had taught her how to hunt when she was young and her and her husband were still avid hunters. And they had moved down here because he was working for a construction company. And so anyways, long story short. She, we started talking about the Jersey Devil, and she said that she had an encounter when she was a kid. Now, what she said was that they were walking through the, the woods to get to wherever they were going to post up at, and they heard this loud shrieking noise that almost sounded like a howl, but it was like this weird shriek oh, well. mixed with like how an owl would sound. Dang, that's she said it was really creepy. hard to describe, but she said that, that she it, it scared her. 
and then her dad apparently had heard this before and he kind of put his arm up to kind of stop her like like hold on you know uh-huh. and this is in the pine barrens you know where the, the legend of the jersey devil is yes. and i'm not going to get into the whole legend because the legend just sounds so ridiculous but i think that it was just the legend was just built to explain the these creatures and I have heard stories of these things being on people's roofs and jumping down and looking like they were as tall or as big as a man. Oh. And that's not what she saw. What she saw was something that was probably about half the size of, of a grown man. Oh, that's interesting. She said three to four feet, and yeah. she saw this thing like walking on two legs on the ground, but it had wings, and it was it was not so much walking as like it was kind of hobbling, like it kind of was, was shuffling, I guess you should yes. say. I think the word she used was shuffling. Uh-huh. And so imagine in your mind like a, a bird on the ground that's trying to walk and how they kind of look awkward. And she said that it had a pointy head and and there was this weird looking tail with like a triangular looking shape, like kind of a weird looking, you know, that, that it kind of came out in a point. Yes. Which could give credence to the whole idea that it's the devil, the devil tail. Yes. Sounded an awful lot like a pterodactyl from South Texas that we're hearing about from these cryptids. Yeah, those. and that was one thing that I thought. I thought, wow, that maybe that's what this is. Could is be some I sort mean, of uh, like reptile throwback, a descendant of these, or or remnants, or remnants of 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 you know, like we mentioned in a previous you know in a previous show about the silicant fish. It was scientists had said it had been extinct for millions and millions of years, and then it was caught off the coast of Borneo. So that just blew their little theory out the water right there. So, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I will say this, though. Was it Borneo? Because I thought it was like West Africa. I think they may have caught some there, too. It's it's. Well, I thought the original, when they they knew that it was it was born it was uh west africa like uh well borneo west uh west africa uh not west africa east africa that's all your your the oceans are all in that they're yeah but east africa is a long ways from west africa dude i've right. been to africa and that's not that's well, two different sides that we're yeah, talking that's, about that's there. what uh, i read borneo i thought but Y'all you can check what? it out, folks. You can check it out effect. and prove, prove to yourself. But it's definitely... Look that up, Tony. Look yeah. up Borneo and exactly where that's at. Because yeah. I could have swore it it's was... It's a big island, yeah. West Borneo. Africa. You're, you may be right. You know, but it's the, but the whole point of it is is that guess what? They caught the fish. They caught that supposedly extinct fish and it blew science... You know, the scientists' the re- you know, theories the, out of the water about the re- that. I'm sorry. The, the reason that I wanted to, to know that was not yeah. just the, the minutia that sometimes yeah. we get caught up in, but... Borneo is in Asia. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and it's I an island. Th- it's that's, an island that's in Asia. That's not in Africa. No, 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 it's an island country. Okay, yeah, but it's, it's still country. Asia. Yeah, in the Southeast Asia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Vietnam, that's that is okay. That's Malaysia, so far that from that is way away from Africa though. I remember well, that that the coelacanth was caught off the coast of Africa, and but like I said, there is a Mandela effect that I believe, <laughs> and, and and it it, it there's so many things that change. I, I I'm not I kidding. I mean, we, we're going to get into an episode of that eventually, yeah. but there's a lot of things that are just yeah. weird. Um, Borneo is near Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, all Malaysia, Indonesia, all that stuff. Yeah, but that's not nowhere Southeast near Asia. Africa. Because no. I remember it, hearing that it was caught off the coast of Africa. Well, That's they a good probably one. Tony, did why don't you look that up for us and find out exactly where the, the yeah. first one was caught? Because I will tell you this, if it was 
off the coast of Asia, that's going to blow my mind. Well, not Asia, but but Borneo is an island, Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Indonesia, all those areas. Yeah. It's in that area. That, that That's still Asia, though. And what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is not to have an argument with you. <laughs> no, we're not arguing. We're not arguing. That. But just like if, if it – what I'm saying is if it was in Asia – uh-huh. That's going to blow my mind because I remember it being caught off the coast of West Africa. Well, that's interesting. And then again, we may both be wrong, yeah. but I just <laughs> Mandela effect, brother. Won't be the first time. Yeah, you know. Now, if if I am ever wrong, that definitely is a Mandela effect. That's yeah. like something new to me. Hey. <laughs> hey. And we'll discuss Mandela effect in another episode. Yeah, we that we that do, will know? take up an episode it's or two to try right to get there. all the weird like uh just to, just so you guys know what that is, like people remember the spelling of Febreze. Yeah. as the word breeze but now it's spelled like Fabrese with one e. yeah, yeah with one, one e. e in there so and there's too, all these yeah. people that are arguing about how Mandela it's called the Mandela effect because people remember him dying like two or three times yeah. and I, I have a mind that's pretty pretty potent I, don't I have a very a memory that's yeah. pretty potent and I remember him dying twice I to me I'm just like I got to explore this more. I got to read more. You need to get, you got to do some research on it. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, folks. We're here to talk about this Jersey Devil. The the color of the skin was gray. Uh huh. She said it was a grayish looking creature and it was walking and then it just jumped up and swooped through the, like up and then kind of like glided through the air. Like it flapped a couple times with these like long wings. I did ask her about the wings, they were fairly close to it. Uh huh. And it had this weird tail that was kind of triangular at the end, and then it the, the wings were flat. And she said the wings were about eight feet. Wow! But it wasn't a real big, big. It creature, wasn't humongous. So, so an eight, so an eight foot wingspan is not, not. Uh, it flew up into a tree small, yeah, like and that. just kind of sat in the tree, looking down at them, mm-hmm. and they just kind of slowly backed away and they left, and that was her story. Oh wow! Yeah. It- you know, judging from what you just told me in the details, it sounds like, I, I think you're spot on with that one. It's probably some type of, a, you know, like the report of those flying reptiles, you know, flying bird reptile. Well, not bird, but reptilian thing, creature, cryptid. And like I said, probably a remnant of, of dinosaurs. I mean, you hear all kinds of other flying odd Flying creatures. odd and, and staying with that theme. Yeah. I have a few Thunderbird stories, but we're not going to get into the, hey, that's a whole uh, show the, like, on the Piasaw and all that. I, I just I, I've heard stories about that. I've read stories, but I also have been given a couple over the years. But I have an account of someone I used to uh, work with, and he was down in Guatemala mm-hmm. during the, all the the Civil War and all that, oh, and he was actually 80s. working as a early 80s uh, no it ended in the mid in the mid 90s did um, it? it was a 30 year war yeah yeah oh wow I didn't, and i never really got caught up okay so this know. guy he basically told the story he was a consultant if you want to call yeah. it i want to call it yeah I kind of a mercenary word. i guess you would say um soldier of fortune i yeah. don't know what you call it those uh, still to it those thing those guys still exist Soldiers. Oh yeah, I mean, they yeah, they're, that's they, that's what they're doing. That, that's how yeah. they got the deck of cards from Iraq. Was it the fifty-two, or whatever? Yeah. Most of those guys were were, were mercs. I know a few of these people. I'm not going to get into how or why. Or uh-huh. It's not neither here nor there to know. But, anyways, giant birds. This guy told me a firsthand account. His name is Mark. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I'm going to call him. Is just Mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark told me. 
and my brother and a couple of our friends when he worked with us that oh, yeah. he saw a giant a giant birds like these giant birds and it, and it was almost like you've seen the movie jaws where the guy goes like a doll's eyes <laughs> and he's talking about it and he's like yeah and he's like drunk and he's kind of talking uh-huh. i'll be honest it was kind of like that wow. and i'm not gonna lie this guy had talked about these things before yeah and that actually would lead into another story because we were talking about a very strange incident that had happened at the club because that club did have a lot of weird stuff happen there and that's a whole nother show but mm-hmm. He he talked about these giant birds. He claimed that that the porters, if you will, the ones that would help them lug their gear yeah. and all that, they would hire these like people that lived uh, up in the mountains to the locals. To, it's, up a, there. it's a jungle mountainous terrain, right. and that they talked about these birds. and And I can't even remember the name of what they called them. They had a name for them, and it's been a long time since Mark's told us that story. And I haven't seen him in, in a long probably time. fifteen years. Wow. But this story he told us probably 20 years ago. Wow. And he had traveled around. He was an older guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, drove a motorcycle. Oh, big, yeah. big old ball-headed guy, but not big, but like tall, you know? And knew how to shoot a rifle. Oh. I've been on the range <laughs> with him a couple times, and he was he was a, he was was a pretty pretty uh, accurate. Yeah. Former military, and then had gone over there, like I said, in an advisory capacity. Oh, hey. To help the government keep it from being overthrown by communism. And so- but he said that they were up in the mountains, and one of the things that he talked about was these birds, they would they would live in, like, clumps in these trees. and that they Like, groups of them. Yeah, like a, like a nest of them. There would be one or two wow. really big ones, yeah. and then, like, some smaller ones. But that the smaller ones were probably half the size of a Volkswagen. Wow. And they were nocturnal. They would come out at night, and they would hear them shrieking in these trees. And the the porters and and the uh, the, the soldiers that he would be with that, that were from that region, yeah. they would be terrified. Oh wow! Because apparently, how these birds killed was that they would come down and they would bite off your head. Oh wow! Like they were decapitators, and they would just bloop your head's gone. And then one would do Whoa. that, and then the next one would come in and pick you up. Wow. So you would be, before you even hit the ground, the second one would swoop in and grab you. That's the story that he was told. And he said he did actually, <clears throat> he was shown, like, the work that these birds do to animals. Oh, wow. That's, that's And how crazy. that they would actually find bones laying around at the foot of trees where these birds had done their work. Apparently these birds had feathers, but they were very prehistoric looking. So they weren't bats. They definitely knew they weren't bats. These were not bats. Bats don't decapitate humans. Fruit bats don't decapitate humans. I mean, come on, man. No, I'm just checking. Uh, (laughs) It was the bat from Castlevania. Remember the original (laughs) Castlevania had to fight that bat? Maybe it was like that. The bat that Simon had to throw the axes at to kill that maybe that's what it was so but they knew f- f- for sure this is not a bat this it's was a not bird. a bat he he gave a very uh accurate description of one said that one time they were walking and they they were coming across a clearing over over a ridge and that there was a really tall very ancient looking tree that had all kinds of roots and that it was like almost like two trees intertwined wow. and he could hear he could see the tree swaying and moving because whatever was up inside of the branches of this top of this tree wow that's and nuts. he said the kind of tree it was and i can't remember you know it's been so long but he said that that these birds were shaking that tree and he said the tree was like you know you could put a hundred humans in it 
And, and he said that that, wow. that they they said that the name of those birds and that that's what they were. And then the the guys that were lugging their equipment wouldn't move mm-hmm. any further. They said that was and it. And they were right like, here. no, we're not going to go any further. They wouldn't go past it. So that they were going to go about eight kilometers wow. around, which I guess eight kilometers would be what five or six miles, five miles. Uh, let's see, six tenths of a mile is a kilometer. Yeah, so, so. five. I don't know. Anyways, they, you can they, do the math. They folks. wanted him to. Yeah, you do the math at home. They, they wanted him to go around it, and he was like, "No way." And so things kind of got ugly. So they kind of had to, at gunpoint, tell these people to push their stuff, their gear, get it through there. And and some of them were like, "Okay, we'll go ahead and shoot me," because they didn't want to go past that. And so it was getting dark. Mm-hmm. So they had to hunker down and and whatever. And in the middle of the night, most of the porters slipped away. <laughs> So the next day, he had one or two left, and it was daytime, and he they actually continued on. This was what he told us. Mm-hmm. And they continued on, and they found one of the workers, pretty much they saw one of the birds. What they said was a small one was just sitting there like, like on the ground, I guess, in between that giant tree, uh, clump of trees, whatever you want to call it. They were all intertwined. Uh-huh. In between that and their camp, there was one that was just on the ground like a vulture would be and just yeah. eating it. And he said that it looked very prehistoric, had a giant head, and had these weird like sparse feathering on it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and that the, the feathering was gray and black. Yeah. and But it looked like if you took a pterodactyl and dipped it in feathers, that's what he said. Oh, man. And he said it was horrifying. And this thing had teeth, like really, really big teeth, like <sighs> conical-shaped teeth. Wow. And they, he went to raise his rifle, him and some of the other guys, and they began mm-hmm. to tell them, you know, tell the soldiers, you know. Don't shoot it. The, the soldados that they were with were like, yeah. no, 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 because if you shoot one, the other ones the will, come. will come. out. Yeah. And that that one was a smaller one. <sighs> so these things live in like familial units. Yeah. Like family units, which are like packs, which yeah. is really weird. And that, that they have like these giant birds with packs and that they will decapitate people. And they were... Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Like the story he was telling us, and you know, and I asked him if any other weird stuff happened there, and he said that no. And I mean, that was pretty much it. That but- was wow. That's I can only imagine. I mean, you've got a a, a bird, a, a bird, and you're looking at it, and those, and it's a big bird, and then those guys look at you and go, "Oh, that's a small one." I know what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, he said it was about seven feet off the ground. Wow, when it was standing. Yeah, he said that when it was standing up off the ground, it was about a foot taller than him, and he was about six three. So, wow, that that's a. So, how, what are these things? Just judging from uh, judging from the description, I would say it it does sound like some type of uh, prehistoric bird. There was this one prehistoric bird when I was a kid that always caught my attention because what they did with it, they. Uh, uh, the depictions in the books that I saw growing up as a kid, this bird, it looked like a bird, but yet it was considered a, a, a dinosaur, i.e. a.k.a. a reptile. But they claimed it was uh, had feathers. I can see the picture in my head right now. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. But it was colored, and they said it had some feathers. They And the reason it caught my attention, because it had Are feathers. Are you talking about a parakeet, it. dude? No, 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 no. A parrot? This is, no, no, this is Swoop? when I was a kid. No. For the Dinobots? No, this is when I was a kid. I was looking at the picture. You know how they give you that you open up the pictures of the dinosaurs when they start talking about the dinosaur book as a kid. 
No, this was in school when they you start talking about dinosaurs. The kid, the, you, they taught you dinosaurs in school. Yeah, they didn't teach us that. Yeah, that was not. They didn't go to prehistory back then. They just said, yeah, that we were all of, monkeys. Uh, science is all part of science. They were just like they, I think that they, when they when that part about the prehistoric, they literally just played like that that one song from yeah. Beck, isn't it? <laughs> In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. And then the teacher was asleep, and then they woke up, and then they were like, okay, well, now we're moving on to Texas history. Wow. No, this was <laughs> this was all in the science. You know? <laughs> know. It was it was more of a, you know, it was more of a, it was a, it was a bird, you know, because they, you had the flying reptiles in one picture, and then you had the regular dinosaurs over here, brontosaurus, stegosaurus, all that stuff. That, that's interesting that you actually went to a school where they taught you about dinosaurs because they didn't yeah, teach us anything about dinosaurs. Yeah. But it was, it, it was, it's hard for me to explain. I'd have what, to, what, how, what grade were you in? I think fourth grade. Man, you had a cool school. What school was this? Woodland Heights Elementary. Woodland Heights Elementary in Brownwood? Yeah. Yeah! Wow, that was so, that'd be that'd have been cool to go to. That's cool because they didn't teach us us about you know, dinosaurs. I didn't. I had to learn everything from the Transformers. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, what do you think this this bird you were talking about? That you think that that's what this was? It could be a variant of that bird. That's what I always think. Yeah. I always think that these things could be like a evolved descendant of these creatures. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, researchers out there that. Uh, are quite studious and they're you know they're well educated and everything that'll tell you if they're not accepted by mainstream science they'll tell you some truths such as these dinosaur bones we find and all this other stuff and then they put them together all the extra stuff you know the the you can they're guessing at the color you know what the i'm color doesn't ever stay I'm thinking that, that there's a type of bird and you you guys at home can you guys and gals can home can look this up archaeopteryx maybe oh. Something like that. It may be that one. I I don't Maybe have a computer in front of me, the, so the, I, can, the, I can't look it up. Yeah, I don't either right now. Right now, but the the um the bird that 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 Sal is trying to describe sounds like an Archaeopteryx. But it, if I'm even saying the word right, and if you can remember the song, let me know too because I think it's Beck. <laughs> in the time of so, chimpanzees, yeah. there was a monkey. So, anyways, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it's. But again, we don't. I listened to this one video, and I always listen to it, and I'll tell everybody. It's called Lloyd Pye, Everything You Know Is Wrong. You know, he says it's good. I listened to it for the first part. It's got all the stuff about the prehumans, and and he talks about how Bigfoot and all these other variants of Bigfoot that are out in the world, how they are miscategorized prehumans, and it's all humans versus prehumans, all this stuff. Do you but think the that point that's what that, that is, the Bigfoot? No. No, what you I'm don't think that at. they're all different types of like yes. prehistoric humans? Yes. Oh, yeah. That I totally, I, I totally believe. Like that. Quest for Fire. Has anybody ever seen that movie? I, I love that movie. That, that's crazy that because movie. they had all these different types of humans that yeah. were evolved. They would be living simultaneously. That yeah. is true. That that they believe that yeah. our we had rivals, not just the Neanderthals, but all kinds of different yeah, weird all other like ones. human humanoids that were whatever. Some would say, and of course you've read the Sitchin books, and yes. we, we, we've both gotten into that. Um, yeah, we've had that debate a lot. Some would say that those are Inky's uh, creations, or what was his yeah, name? Yeah, uh, yeah, Inky. Th- that would be his um, was all the cast-offs that didn't work out, exactly. and so they became their own species or whatever. Um, it was... Why they wouldn't have destroyed them, I don't know. But Well, no, no, it's easier to just turn them loose. Why? 
just turn them loose because you couldn't use a death ray to just i don't know that's a good question because they the, I, you I'm make pretty, a retarded ape and then you just let it go out into the wilderness that but but you got to think you know that's horrible if you read if you've read the books the earth just, chronicles just by zechariah sitchin you know he loved his creations that's that, that sounds a lot like the that. Nephilim too. They love their creations too. They yeah, love. There you go. We can get into that one day because I have a theory about that too. Yeah, the we gods, can talk about that one. The, 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 but the, the watchers. But you know, one thing is for sure: there are variants of every creature out here on this planet. We got so many different types of dogs, so many different types of cats, wild animals. Same thing. Well, mutant things too. Like, yeah, 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 and mutants too. The, you know, you could always have two mutants that got together and had. Yeah, started something else. Yeah. yeah, I mean that could be. I know that that Jean Grey and Cyclops got together. They're mutants. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we don't want a copyright strike, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. We're not going to get into who they are. Yeah, I know. You know, but they're the, friends of ours. <laughs> yes, one, it's a guy with one eye in his head, and he's like, Ugh. his real name is Lug. We yeah. call him Cyclops. Yeah. The um, the other thing I was going to get at is that more proof to what you just said is that there's there's television shows out there where they a guy shot a bear that when they did the testing it was a cross between a grizzly or kodiak whatever you want to call it and a polar bear well kodiaks are different than grizzlies right yeah. but it was one of those two kodiak or grizzly that they had interbred they had bred I, with yeah, a polar absolutely. bear I saw so that, that happens i read that yeah. yeah so that happens like you said so the potential that a mutant one got together with another mutant one and then this came about I, it's out there yeah well you know what let's Nature get into some more encounters because yes. we've got a lot of stuff to to go into definitely now i mentioned earlier the black eyed kid story you told me you had okay one. yeah you know that that uh you want to get into that one yeah because i mean that's a pretty recent phenomenon okay and, th and that one i can actually attest to because here, here's the story behind that one folks we're going to move out of the of the Tri Triassic era, <laughs> because actually, one one more thing: Jurassic is not actually correct. Oh, I don't. The, I know. The, I've the, heard the, that yeah, a the lot. T Rexes and all that. That wasn't. That was the Triassic. All right. So just so you know, you're <laughs> this is a learning show. Okay, people, we're not here to entertain you with stories <laughs> about goblins and ghouls. We're here to we're here to teach you. <laughs> you're gonna learn. All right. I didn't have this kind of privileges as a kid to learn. <laughs> All right, I was locked in a broom closet and told I was stupid. <laughs> oh, you All were right? a mushroom. No, I was kidding. just, you know, I'm just telling you, man. Kept in the dark and fed. I drove the, the short bus, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I don't give a crap. Oh, I drove it all hey. the way to town, dude. That's it with the spinners, I was right? A gangster, dude. With the spinners, absolutely. With 20s the Royale car, twenty twos, twenty twos, bro. I go, oh, I go hard. Fool. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I go hard. What are you looking at me crazy, man? So, so, so you're gonna learn something, all right? I was letting you know. Here's what we're talking about. Today, th th this story now, switching gears, we're going to get out of the Triassic era, and we're going to talk about uh, the Black Eyed Kid story. This actually happened to me, not not happened to me, Directly. but it, it happened to, uh, th let's put it this way, there was a building that was being built, and it was almost done, and there are a lot of large companies around this area, and I don't even want to begin to say who it is because it is a humongous corporation and I don't want them coming after me and I go missing or something. Yeah. But anyways, this this uh this Shadow Corp, as I'll call it, mm -hmm. um, they had a weird incident happen with a guard that I worked with. Now he was from Eastern Europe. 
And he had gotten his citizenship and actually had spent time in the military. And I think yeah. that's maybe how he got his citizenship. But anyway. Probably. Yeah, that, that, that was common. Com- that yeah, was he common. got out. He was from Eastern Europe. He had lived under communism in the Eastern Bloc. Told me all kinds of horrific stories. His dad had been had died in the gulags. But he was telling me all these stories. Very nice guy. Uh, about 10, 12 years old than me. I take that back. He was probably about 15 years old than me. Oh, yeah. So anyways. Uh, he was over there. He was always telling me these stories of the old days and told me a couple of creepy stories from back in the day um, of their version of the boogeyman. And I can get oh. into that one day, too. But anyway, this this happened to him when he was on duty at, at a guard shack. And we had different sectors. And I was working in wow, sector one. Wow, must have been a really expensive place you were Well, they were building oh, the, the okay. place. And it was part of it was already done uh, and functional. And the other part was being built by uh, a very large construction company. So we got hired by them to uh, work at this facility. Nice. So what ended up happening was... There were cameras too, folks. Okay, so this was a professional deal. This was professional deal, armed guard, security thing, whatever. Must have had a lot and, of uh, really expensive stuff laying around in there. Oh yeah, you could say that absolutely. Gosh. And and they didn't want anybody coming in and going. And yeah. so they had the perimeters set up pretty far out. Now this time, you know, when they were building this, there was not a lot of uh, there was still a lot of woods and everything mm-hmm. that were out on the outskirts where these places were. There still is, but I mean that they, they on the outskirts there was. They were building in open fields, okay, yeah, wow. and then then they just cleared trees out. So where he was at on sector three, where if I remember correctly, it was the farthest place out in the uh, in the on the perimeter perimeter, yeah. And so what happened was in the middle of the night, he gets a knock on the window of of, of his the guard, guard shed, shed yeah. yeah, and he turns to see these. First, it was just two. As the conversation developed, there were three. Oh wow! But he said there were two kids. They had very pale skin and black hair, like really, really black hair, very Damn. pale skin. And as one of them got closer to the window to talk to him, yeah, the eyes were completely black. <sighs> now, what they were asking him was if they could come into the guard shack and use the phone. This was back in like the mid-90s. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, no way. And so they were like, we need to use the phone. We need to call our mom. And he's like, what are you doing wandering around out here in the middle of nowhere? And there was nothing out there. There was nothing out there because, like I said, they set the perimeters way far out so right. that he would be one of the first. Um, the sector one, two, three, and four yeah, were the corners. Yeah. yeah. So you were going to be one of the first to to encounter anybody. And then if you right. got through that, then you would have to go through another detail. Oh, wow. So that's how it was set up. So they, they he, they're in the middle of nowhere. They just appeared to, to him. And he's, you know, this was just weird. I mean, why are these kids? It was about 2.30 in the morning. And they looked like they were probably about, the oldest he said was about 13 maybe. Wow. And the other two looked like they were little kids, you Dead know, probably gum. like 10 and 11. Right. And he said that they were very adamant to let to, to use the phone. So he immediately called for a security detachment to come out there to oh, wow. help him with the situation because these children would not leave. And they continued to pester him and ask him for permission to come into the guard chat. And he's like, no, you cannot. There was a little window you could open partway so you could so you could talk. Right. 
he felt very, very uncomfortable and unnerved, so he kept it locked. He was like, I'm not opening this window. That's not going to happen. You can just yeah. forget it. The weird crap And so then the one kid kept telling him. 10, right? The, 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 the one kid kept saying, don't be afraid. We're not going to hurt you. We're not going to hurt you. And he, he was like, do I look like I'm, gonna, I'm afraid? He was trying to be brave. Uh-huh. And he said he didn't understand. And he told me right to my face. He's like, I don't know why I was afraid. He's like, they were just little children, but I was afraid, you know, and yeah. this is how he talked. And uh, he said, I, I don't know, you know, why I was afraid, Turner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, they were children, but mm-hmm. I was afraid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you had your firearm on you. Obviously, he showed them the gun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you see, I have a gun here. I'm not afraid of you. Mm-hmm. And the one child stepped out from behind the two, the, the oh. first two, and she was a girl. The first oh. two were boys. Uh-huh. And he she, she said, "Oh, you're afraid." And uh-huh. he was like, "How do you know I'm afraid?" She's like, "She's like, you're afraid." <laughs> and she was like, "We're not going to hurt you if you just let us in to use the phone." And he's like, "What? What does this mean? If you, you don't hurt me?" You know, he <laughs> said he was telling us this story. Yeah. Now, over the years, I had seen him once or twice later on because he yeah. actually didn't live too far from me down in South Austin. So mm-hmm. I ran into him one day at the H E B, the grocery store. And he actually told the story to my brother and to another friend of ours wow. um, out in the parking lot. And I kind of felt bad about that because I don't think he really liked reliving it. But it was such a good story. I wanted somebody to be like, look, dude, this guy, this happened to him, you know. Mm-hmm. So he agreed to tell it. We ended up like going out one night and having a drink and he retold it, you know, no. because he started to tell us in the parking lot. Was Did like, you look. give him a drink so he'd loosen up? Yeah. And he's like, hey, let's go down to the, to the you know, the bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we went to a bar that was down in South Austin and we all sat there and about four of my friends, he told us this story. Wow. He looked us all in our eye too. I mean, just like he told it the first time, like it happened. Well, here's what, what, what my involvement was in this story was that I was part of the detachment that right. sit over there. Yeah, you mentioned this before you worked with him, so. Yeah. Okay, so. So I show up, and I'm carrying a little more than just a pistol. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what is the problem? And there were no children, okay? I didn't see anything. He was like, these children, and they were here, and I turn around to to talk. I turn back around. They're gone. My radio, my radio, and his radio wasn't functioning correctly, so he had to make the phone call. Uh Uh-huh. And it took us a little while to get over there because we were doing yeah. a perimeter check. On we're on the other side of the property, so we yeah. got over there. I mean, fairly quickly, but it was long enough for them to be gone. Right. I reviewed the video, and we had a supervisor, <clears throat> crazy guy. He was a big, big black guy, and mm-hmm. he was a really, really cool guy. He was a good friend of mine for years, and he talked like this, you know. And he was like, "I looked at that video. I didn't see nothing." And mm-hmm. like he was just like, "I just see he like you're talking to the air." You yeah, know? Uh-huh. and he's like, "Are you playing with me?" You know, and he was very no nonsense, matter of fact guy. You know, and in in this guy, I'll call him um, Obrechnik. You know, we'll uh-huh. just we'll just call him that. That's not his last name, but it's close. And he was like, "No, I, I'm not playing. These were children, and they were there, and they look at me, and blah blah blah." And he's like, "Well, we don't see anything." And then when I was looking at the video, Sal, yeah, I noticed that that the the the, the dirt. On the outside of the guard shed was was moving, so the camera was at an angle where you could get you could get. There him were cameras in the right there on top of yeah. these two, you know. And there well, were, yeah, that's true. I mean, there were cameras all over that place. You weren't yeah, going to get imagine. in and do anything. And if you, you know? did get in, they'd have a really good picture yeah, of you, right? So, so they had a good yeah, picture, okay. and we had cameras on the perimeters too that were like just in, in various spots. But mm-hmm. 
the, these kids, they, they were there and they couldn't, I mean, there was, it was weird. I looked at it cause there were different angles, you know, uh-huh. and I looked at a certain angle and you could clearly see like, like if somebody was kicking dirt up a little bit, like they were walking or moving. Wow. And the problem was that when we drove up, yeah, like what looks like there might've been footprints, we drove up over them. Oh man. Yeah. And so. I believe him. I, I, there was something there. There was something going on. And it was weird because when I got out of the vehicle, yeah. when I walked to get back into the vehicle, I got mm-hmm. this like electric shock oh, wow. of my hand. That, like I touched the, and I was like, whoa, you know, and it kind of, I jumped back and there was a good friend of mine who's now deceased, but he was one of my best friends. He was with me and he was, the same thing happened to him. It was like this static electricity in the air. Now, that's a weird story. I don't know what to make of that story. I've had that one for a long, long time. And like I said, that... That sounds just creepy. I mean... He you, did get ill right after that, oh, too. Wow. Like, for about about a week, he ended up being not able to work. Dead gone. He, he had a little bit of problems. Said he had a few nightmares afterwards. Yeah. And then he, he, he had bad insomnia. And then he did actually fall ill with flu-like symptoms. symptoms. Wow. Yeah. And then he didn't come back to work for a while. And um, that was it. You know, that was nuts. So, and it's weird because when I saw him, I would say six years after that wow. incident, he had his hair was white, like it was gray. It, you know, it was just white. Like wow. when the incident happened, he was still had like uh like dark some color in it. Yeah. No, I mean he had darker hair. I mean I was a young guy and he wasn't that he was like I said he wasn't that much Maybe, older. Maybe what mid thirties like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean and then like his hair was already like white with like a little bit of gray and I and he looked <sighs> old and I was like, whoa. Like wow. and he, he, he would drink but not on duty, you know? Right. And mm-hmm. I was also one of the people that like I made sure that people did their job. You know what I mean? Right. And I knew this guy worked. He was not a person that was. He was dedicated to the job. Yeah. And, and, and of course, I wasn't a real high ranking person, but I had a little bit of pull. Kind of like a I, team leader. Yeah. I was like a, a unit guy, whatever, yeah. that was in charge. But it was. It, I, I don't know what to make of that. I can't tell you what that was. I, I don't know what that was. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you said you looked at the video. And, of course, you know, I, ex-military, I understand if you're going to put up cameras at a guard shack, they're going to be in positions where if someone comes up to that guard shack, you're going to get their face full-on camera. You're going to be able to see the guard. That way, you know, the guard is – the you, you can see what's going on with him so on and so forth. And and for your supervisor to look at the video and say, I didn't see anything. So did he just remain that way, that he just wrote it off because um, there was nothing there? So he just thought maybe – I showed him – what you saw? What on the I video? saw, and he was like, "Whoa!" Oh, so he got. When we brought it too, to right? the higher ups, and then they took it to the actual corporation yeah. that we were working for, they, they, I they, think they, they poo poo it. Like, they didn't whatever. want anything to do with it, oh, and wow. they took it away. Yeah, well, you know, bad press that'll give you uh, a lot of uh, negative in your balances. So you know, loss of. Loss of funds is that that's that'll get any corporation, any big business to keep certain things in house. So I can understand why they shut that down. Yeah, anything that's paranormal, they're not going to be on board. With. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I have yeah. worked, I, folks. I got a lot of stories, ghost stories from guards that I've collected over the years. I would like to just write a book about just ghost stories. I mean, just a bunch of ghost stories, stuff that's actually happened to me too on post on these different job sites. 
I want to bring uh, Scorpion back on at some point and let him tell you oh. the story about that haunted church. I told you about it. Yeah, you've mentioned the haunted church. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the details because yeah. it's pretty creepy. But uh, we went through about five or six guards out there. Oh, and, my and, God. Yeah, and then finally the... Even I'm the construction crew left because it was just too crazy. I'm I'm definitely up for that story. Yeah, so that's a, but but um, I can give you a really quick a UFO story. Yeah, throw it you out there. Do that, um, or I, you guys, you know what? Actually, the mirror story. I'm sorry, folks. The the oh yeah, you mentioned you know that one. Sal, I'll let you decide: mirror or, or UFO. Oh God, we'll see. That's a tough choice, man. I mean, you're putting. What are we on doing on time? Here. Yeah, we 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 good with time. We asked my man here about the time. Yeah, our, our production director, production manager, he does it all. Taskmaster. Yeah, I think we got time for that story, brother. Okay, I think, I think and, and I'll just say that. this, folks: Tony is a nice guy, but doing the show, he's very mean. He he hurts our feelings. I'm not gonna lie. Me and Sal have both been very hurt by his ill-tempered behavior he doesn't like our antics and he <laughs> throws things at us folks i yes, just want you to know that's when he doesn't have a wet noodle close by that he, to hit you to with hit us absolutely with, yeah. and look it's at him horrible. he's just mean beady anyways out. we're gonna get into this uh, black black mirror i mean a uh, black-eyed kids black mirror well we're, we're gonna get into this mirror story how about we do that or do you want to yeah. do the ufo real no, quick no let's do the mirror man the mirror. I'm, everybody I'm stoked yeah. on this one Let's see what we can do. And if we don't do the UFO one, we'll do it on the next one. Yeah, because there's still a lot of potluck out there. A lot of, lot of cool stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. What what was going on with this was like, this was actually a person that heard me on Dogman, and then they were cool, and they sent me a uh, a message about a mirror, that it, a thing that had happened to them. And I don't know what happened to this guy, because I tried to get back in touch with him, but then his um, Facebook kind of disappeared and reappeared. Oh, wow. I don't know what's going on with that, but... Anyways, he was having a rough go of it. Him and his wife uh, were on the outs. Were on the outs, yeah. And he had a house that he he had inherited from an aunt or a great aunt, I believe. And now I'm trying to tell the story from memory when I read it because I couldn't find it in my uh, emails when I went back in well, and try to look. There, that explains the Facebook in and out. Well, it's that freaking messenger. I'd like to get these on email. It's a lot yeah, easier to go through great, than, yeah. than the messenger because then I got to go scroll through a thousand messages and then if they disconnect their Facebook then it, you know so anyways I couldn't find this story but I got it committed to memory I told this story to my wife and she was like it's very creepy I got up one morning I, it was weird because I was having like insomnia myself yeah. and I couldn't um, I'm a night person typically but I couldn't sleep so I got up and I went into my little office or whatever and I began to go through my emails yeah and I was the only one awake in the house. Oh. <laughs> and I think there was only, besides my, wa- besides my wife, I think there was only one other person mm-hmm. that, was aw- that was in the house. Yeah. And um, I don't remember. Somebody was in the living room. So there's a long hallway, and I'm down at the end of the hallway in this room, and it's dark. Oh. And the only thing that was on was a, was a lamp. And the lamp is very dim. So I'm basically sitting in the dark, and, and I didn't want to wake up my wife because she was asleep, and so um, I didn't want to bother with my insomnia. So I went in there and I was like, I'm gonna look through my my emails or whatever. Yeah. And I got I got this on Messenger, I guess it was story. So I started reading it, and it creeped me out, dude. I'm not gonna lie, like, and then I'm like toward the end of it, and there's just like. 
I was almost ready to go, you know what? I need to just go back to bed and try to like, you know, but then I couldn't sleep after reading that. But here's the story. So this guy, he he ended up moving to France, to the south of France. Is that where the is that where is that where the house was that yes, he inherited? It was okay. yes. And it, it was more about a mirror than the house. Um oh, wow. he believes that that's what it was. So he moves and he ends up having um living in this house. He said it was on on a nice acreage of property, but it wasn't a big house. It was about three bedrooms. It's a four, chateau. Um, but, but but he had his own little uh like like office or whatever. Yeah. And what I guess this guy does is like he likes to uh write. Oh, okay. And I didn't I don't even know what he writes or I didn't ask. I didn't even get into all that. I just know that he likes to write and he didn't tell me what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. Um so the anonymity is also very important and I you know, like I said, I don't even think he's on Facebook anymore. Uh, it was very brief. Like he, he was there, then he wasn't. But he did like my show, so I was hey. that was cool. So, anyways, if you're listening, uh, you know who you are. I'm not going to give away anything other than that. And so he was living in this house, and everything was fine for about a week or two. And then he went upstairs to get something from this uh, attic. Uh huh. I call it an attic. It just sounded like 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 there was an extra room that had been built, kind of on the up up the upstairs. Oh, okay. I guess the attic had been converted into some sort of room, Quite or possibly something. maybe. A That's study. what it sounded like. He said that it was there was a third floor, but it was just like a small room. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm thinking an attic. Yeah, okay, that's my words. I'd go with that. And he said that when he had moved in, there was a lot of stuff that was covered up, and one thing that was covered wrapped completely in in a sheet was a mirror. And he oh, said wow. that when he took it off, the, the 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 sheet off of it, that it was very ornate and that the wooden trim around this mirror, yeah, wooden yeah. trim, real nice, oh, very beautiful like rounded mirror. Yeah, antique. He did, couldn't possibly know how old it was. It actually, when he did a little research on it, they were Celtic yes. runes that were, oh. dr- that were, that were, drip, you know, like carved into yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's... So anyways, th- that was... You know, he found that out a little bit later what they were because he, he did some research on it. But when he found this mirror, he uncovered it. And he said that, like, almost immediately, like, that that night, he began to hear, like, noises, like, thumping around and something moving around. This was in the house? Almost sounded like something like how a dog's tail would hit right. the ground, like, like, like a dog when it wags its tail, like a... Thump, 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 thump. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he said that he would hear what sounded like scratching noises coming from that upstairs. The area where the mirror was. The at. mirror was at. Yeah, and oh, so wow. he had he had a couple weird dreams too. You know, like in and like on the following nights from when he after he uncovered yes the after mirror? he uncovered this mirror Uh-oh. and the, the the nightmares got a little more pronounced to where it was almost like they were real. And one of the nightmares was that he had gone upstairs and something was knocking on that door on the other side of the door. And he opened the door and this thing like slithered past him and then went down the stairs. Did he give a description of that thing? No, no, no. Not not at that point. Now, when he did, he did finally say that, you know, that one day it snowed. So after this, the snow fell, he had gone outside to do something. And and so... He noticed that there were like these weird tracks in the snow. Oh, and I asked him, I had messaged him back to try to get him to send pictures or whatever, but I didn't get any more correspondence from him. Right. I got the impression that he really didn't want to deal with it. He just told yeah. the story, I guess, got it off his chest, and that yes. was it. But anyways, there were these tracks that led from 
the 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 front door of the property. He didn't describe the tracks. That yeah, he did the front door of the property, and it went all the way out to the to the tree line, to right. the edge of the tree line, which he said was about eighty yards. I think he said. Oh wow! Because I asked to estimate, and he never responded. But he okay. he did, I believe, say seventy five to eighty yards. That's oh, what wow. he typed to me. Were they odd looking? tracks or um he said that the, the he said in, like when he was talking about the tree line he said that the tree line was 75 to 80 yards from the house if i remember correctly and the tracks he said looked like three toes oh wow but not human looking toes right That's... he said these weird three-toed not non-human looking tracks now we're left to speculate yeah that's because he, even do. though he did give me the the, you know how how the many general description of them yeah and and if i'm i'm sorry i, I messed that up it's 75 to 80 meters i think is what okay he said. Yeah, yeah that's right they use meters and meters in, yeah and, and i think that's what he Europe. had said and and so i i don't remember you know and heck it could have been yards but i, th- I thought he said 75 80 meters i believe mm-hmm. but these tracks the the three-toed tracks that they were clawed he he did say that there was like these these Whoa. so we're left to speculate what it looks like or what it what I asked several questions that I didn't get a response to but anyways the the tracks were very um pronounced yeah. and there and then the snow was like like whatever this was that it sunk in you know mm-hmm. and it was weird because they were moving away from the, house? the front door yeah from wow. the, from the from the house yeah wow and so it, it got worse from there like basically what happened was a haunting kind of developed. He would hear knockings on the wall. Yeah. Some, one day he heard what sounded like something being thrown against his door of his bedroom. Holy moly. And then one day he heard what sounded like uh, scratching. Um, I can't try to remember exactly how he worded it, like scratching. And then he heard like something that like it was jumping up and down in the hallway. Wow. Like something was running like a heavy. And th- now he said, if you took like, if you had like an ostrich in your yes. house, and, oh. and and the way he spelled ostrich was was um, I'm trying to remember if it was like, like Austria. Yeah, like <laughs> no, no, he spelled it like the way he spelled ostrich. Though I'm not sure if that was the correct, if that's what he was trying to do, because right. it looked like the way he typed, like he typed it quickly or something. Yes, it was like yeah. you know. And then he he's, did apologize that he's yeah. like, look, I type all the time, but this is just I'm getting this out there very quickly. Yes. Seemed like somebody who was kind of like unnerved by telling it, so they were just mm-hmm. wanting to get it, just get it done, and, and you know, and, I would be unnerved as well. Yeah, and so when I'm reading this, it was getting creepier and creepier, and then he, and then it, it ended up with like him actually hearing some noise. He had a female companion that had come over, and yes. she was actually staying there for a little bit, and they went upstairs, and as they were going upstairs, they heard something fall. And when they go into that room, because it came from that room, they both see what looks like a black arm, a skinny black arm with three fingers going back out, back from the, like, like that was like moving on the ground. Yes. But, but going back into the mirror and then it disappeared. Into the mirror. Into the mirror. Whoa, man. And at that point, and it was, the, the mirror was flat on the ground. Like the mirror had been, you know, he had, he had set it up and it had fallen. Wow. And it continued to fall. Like he would pick it up and it would fall. Wow. That's. And like I said, it, it looked like he just typed it, you know, quickly. And he said, sorry, I'm kind of pressed for time, but I need to get this done and tell you and you can do what you want with it. So that was that story. And then he moved. 
<laughs> yeah, I would have moved too, man. That yeah. is seeing a creepy, skinny looking arm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Weird. Now, I, he did see. I would have said, baby, a we got to go. Of this thing, I was going to tell you, he did see a description of this thing in, in another dream he had. Oh, wow. And that he had opened the door to his bedroom and this thing had like a weird, like almost like the head was like a human skull. With oh. just like a little bit of brown flesh on it. Yeah. And that its mouth opened up and it, and it leaned its head in toward him. Oh. He saw what looked like bony wings kind of on the back and really skinny, uh, bony arms. The whole thing was like brownish black. Wow. And these weird looking, like almost like dog man looking legs that, that, that ended in these three toes. He said he got a good look at it in his dream, in but he said dream. the dream was almost like a real. It was like, really it was real, vivid. Yeah. Huh? Wow. And he said it leaned in and it just kind of went like, ah, you know, oh. I'm trying to read how he, you know, like <laughs> yeah. trying to, that's how, like it made an R noise, you know, and that's, he was pretty oh, descriptive about oh. that part of it. That is. But as far as like the other details, you know, there's not really, I can't. Right. You, we can only speculate on speculate it. Speculate what yeah. he was, what he was going through. And he's Jesus. like, and he's like, I swear to you, this is the truth, you know, and he said there was a couple other weird things that happened in that house, but we didn't go into detail about it. Well, I imagine. I mean, seeing a creepy arm, and you know, going back into a mirror, and and <laughs> yeah, I, 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 to me, so you can see why I was creeped out. Yeah, and then and then and let yeah, me tell you, especially with your, you know, in a previous episode, you mentioned the house and the and the creepy shadow thing coming in and out of that mm -hmm. mirror you had at that house. I yeah, mean, yeah. you had a well, that thing was not was not like this. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that I was like see. a little impish creature. This was like it's dad or something i don't know what you know what's crazy though is like i, I was sitting there and then and then my, my dog uh -huh. she comes bebopping into the room and the door wasn't all the way closed and she just busts in and she's always like hey what's going on you know oh, yeah. and she's real playful and i was like huh you know <laughs> she, so she looks at me and bolts back out of the room you know and i'm like oh my gosh scared me dude because i was just like reading that and then i was like oh, okay it's time to go back back to my room and get back in bed i would have yeah that's see that kind of story right there you hear people having these crazy crazy events you know haunted houses maybe cursed objects and all this other stuff and and i can get into that too wow yeah i mean we, 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 we spoke about the key that we had yeah we're gonna, have, we're gonna have the, statue yeah we're gonna folks if you've got any stories of cursed objects or anything of that sort hey send it in to us man because we want to hear these stories you just heard you know wolf's reaction to that particular story i'm still getting the chills right now yeah that, is, that so, story was so you know it's for some people you know they'll say oh poo poo on that but guess what there are those out there that have experienced They've it lived and it. here with you yeah so that pretty much wraps it up for this episode folks we want you to like and subscribe and Hey, uh, Wolf, you care to uh, plug the email so folks can send us their stories? Um, yeah, I don't know why I have to do it. Why I got to do everything, man? <laughs> You're much better at it. You're I'm much better at it. It just rolls off yeah. your tongue. Oh, okay, so you butter me up and then I do it, right? Yeah. Well, kind of You're like much that. better at taking out the trash, son. That's why you should do it. Yeah, you're much better. You're, you're, you got you're a very eloquent trash taker out. Well, see, look, I got, a, I got a cousin. I'm Hispanic, so I got like tons of cousins. But anyways, he always said, there's three types of beer. My beer, your beer, and free beer. And he'd say, and the third one is the best, free beer. So Unless it's just like really bad swill that they're giving it away, cause, and that's why it's free. Because I yeah. work downtown in Austin, and you know when you get the cheap drinks, you're getting the garbage, man. Yeah. So your cousin's... 
No, no. He, What's wrong he, with that guy? He's an old cowboy. <laughs> there's not too much stuff that'll, uh, you know, there's not too much stuff that'll make him sick. It's so loco in his cabeza. <laughs> no. Oh, and folks, by the way, I just wanted to qu- real quick uh, recap. The name of those birds were, was the Corta. Corta Cabezas. Corta Cabeza, yeah, because it was the head cutter. That's what they're called. Mm. Yeah, and I and I actually did just uh, get that. I looked it up on my notebook or whatever. I found it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Armando Salazar knows how to say those words better than me. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we're going to plug that email, doswolfman88 at gmail.com, doswolfman88 at gmail.com, and send us your creepy stories, dude. We got to hear them. And also, don't forget to like and subscribe. We'd love, love to hear these stories. Yep. And so that's it for today, for tonight, whatever planet you're from, wherever you're at. Sayonara. Y'all have a good one.